0: Internet's home for Motown, Soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com, Maui. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: Using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show.
2: Welcome on this Wednesday, November 7th, 2018, the day after the midterm elections. We're going to take a look at who the winners and losers are. We're going to take a look at the issues before us, how things are going to change in Washington. And we're also going to take a look at the fraud that is in the election. And our preoccupation with Washington, every problem has to be solved by government, doesn't it? And that is uh, the solution for conservatives as well as the socialist, big government-loving left. Even conservatives want everything solved in Washington. I understand we want to win this election because we're going to block a lot of what the left is doing. But uh, I don't think that even that needs to be done in Washington necessarily. I think it's going to be more effective for us to block what Washington is doing at the state level. We had a couple of issues yesterday, uh, that things that were voted on. And, of course, we had uh, four more states voting on marijuana. Uh, in all but one state, uh, they approved the measures, some of them recreational marijuana, some of them uh, medical marijuana only. But folks, that is an issue that is beyond whether you agree with marijuana or you want marijuana or what, it's, it's beyond that. It shows that we can nullify government's overreach. The federal government has unconstitutionally enacted a U.N. agenda to prohibit all drugs. And it's kind of interesting as we look at this trial of El Chapo and they're locking down New York like they've got a trial going of Osama bin Laden or something. Uh, they've shut down Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, they've, they've got this uh, uh, tremendous security there. How did this guy get so much power? The war on drugs. The war on drugs. That's all that it has produced. It hasn't stopped drug use. It hasn't stopped drug addiction. As a matter of fact, opioids are running rampant. And they've just approved a more potent form of it. Far more potent than fentanyl. That's your federal government at work. So on the one hand, they will enact this unconstitutional drug program. You know, it took an 18th Amendment to prohibit alcohol. Why is that? Because the government has no authority under the Constitution. If we're going to pretend that the Constitution matters, then let's pretend that they don't have any authority. Uh, that's the reality. We don't even have to pretend that. They don't have any authority. And that uh, the 18th Amendment testifies to that. The 10th Amendment testifies to that. And yet we have created these drug gangs that are far more powerful than Al Capone, who came to power during the brief alcohol prohibition. El Chapo is one example of it. And then the other example of uh, how this country is still suffering from addiction is how the federal government, because profits are in sight for big pharmaceutical companies, will continue to approve very harmful opioids as they wring their hands. And even some candidates say, well, you know, we've got to prohibit marijuana because we've got these opioids out there. So the important thing is, I think when we look at these elections, we put so much emphasis on Washington. Again, even if you are a small government libertarian or conservative and you want to stop this uh, intrusion into your life and every aspect, maybe the best way to do that, is at the state and local level rather than being so preoccupied with the federal elections. But it is part of a global movement to push back against this world government, this uh, uh, Soros agenda that many have. Of course, it's an EU agenda as well as a Soros agenda. But to open up the borders everywhere, to take down the only countries that can oppose a global government. And so that's the big overriding issue here. We're going to take a look at who the winners and losers are uh, I don't think Trump really did very badly here, quite frankly, and I'll tell you why when we come back. We're going to compare the results of yesterday to midterm elections in the last uh, three presidents, what happened to the previous three presidents. We'll be right right back. Stay with us. The globalists
3: know that if they suppress the good halogen and pump the environment full of the bad halogens, fluoride, chlorine, bromine you name it, that it lowers IQ, it literally dumbs the population down. And on our quest to bring our listeners and viewers the best iodine in the world, we've gone through two permutations. First, seaweed-based iodine that was pretty good but hard to source, and the globals tried to block us getting a supply of it. So we discovered deep earth crystals of pure nascent iodine and brought you X2 that's been incredible.
0: The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com. Maui.
1: This
2: is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Uh, About these elections, uh, for the most part, they didn't have too much to uh, write home about. They did get control of the House, but Republicans kept the Senate. And let's take a look at how this compares to previous midterm elections, because it is pretty much a given that uh, after a president is elected, the very next election, two years later, there is usually a big move away from his party, and that has been the case. As a matter of fact, uh, President Trump tweeted out today, uh, Ben Stein's uh, factoid, that only Five times in the last 105 years has a president's party gained seats in the Senate in the midterm elections. And one of those was yesterday. So it was not a blue wave. As a matter of fact, uh, it was the best result in the last, uh, one of the five best results in the last 105 years. And so let's go back and take a look at uh, what happened in the last uh, few midterm elections. Let's go back to Clinton. Clinton was elected in 1992. 1994, you had the big sweep. You had the contract with America that put Newt Gingrich in as Speaker of the House. You had the Democrat Speaker even lose his seat, Tom Foley. You had the House Ways and Means uh, Committee head, uh, Dan Rostenkowski, also lost his seat. So you had uh, guys who were at the top of the Democrat Party got voted out. That didn't happen yesterday in the House races. And then you had two incumbent Democrat senators defeated in those 1994 midterm elections two years after Bill Clinton was elected. So the net result was in the uh, House, you had the GOP picking up 54 seats. Now, yesterday, the Democrats uh, picked up 34 seats. But in uh, Clinton's midterm election, the GOP, the other party, picked up 54 seats. And the Senate... Uh, During Bill Clinton, uh, they had the uh, GOP picked up nine seats. Whereas yesterday, uh, President Trump, again, one of only five elections where the sitting president's party in the midterm elections, only one of five in the last 105 years where the Senate picked up seats, uh, the GOP picked up three seats. So in Clinton's midterm elections, uh, the opposite party picked up nine seats. In uh, Trump's midterm, the president's party picked up three Uh, Didn't lose any gain. How about Bush in 2002? Of course, Bush is elected in 2000. In 2001, you have 9-11. And that really played into that election. As a matter of fact, the 2002 election was one of only two elections where the incumbent president's party picked up seats in both the House and the Senate. But that was because of 9-11. Uh, That was in the heart of that, the middle of war. You had the GOP gaining eight seats in the House and two seats in the Senate. And it's kind of interesting, I think, that yesterday you had President Trump pick up more seats in the Senate than George W. Bush picked up in the wake of that 9-11 issue in 2002. How about Obama in 2010? Remember, Obama was elected 2008, 2010, the first election after he becomes president. Uh, not too good for Obama. the uh, GOP picked up six seats in the House. It remained under Democrat control, however. Uh, in the uh, Senate, the GOP picked up uh, 60 let's see picked up uh, several seats in the uh, in the Senate. however, however, uh, and it changed uh, hands in the uh, uh, changed hands from Democrat to GOP in the Obama election. The real issue, in the 2010 election, was what happened in the various states. And we haven't had enough time to put together the data of what happened in state elections yesterday. And again, as I said before, at the top of the hour, I think the best way to check the overreach of Washington and the Washington bureaucracy, because that's really where the power lies, not even so much in the House anymore. And until we get congressmen and senators like Rand Paul who say the problem is that we have to rein in the bureaucracy. Rand Paul and a couple of people in the House have repeatedly offered a bill that would pull back the authority that has been handed over to the bureaucracy, the permanent establishment there in Washington, the swamp, if you will. And unless they start to take back lawmaking from the bureaucracy, from the regulatory agencies, uh, we are going to continue to suffer in terms of uh, the intrusion into our lives, it's very, very important to understand that when the bureaucracy creates a regulation, that you have essentially taxation without representation, and you have regulation without representation, and they pretend to make matters worse, even though they don't have to go through all the process, they can just these bureaucrats can just arbitrarily put out edicts to control your life. And they maintain that these are not laws because they're not passed by Congress. They're just regulations. And so you don't have any protection or due process against these regulations like you would if it was a law that was passed by your elected representatives. So not only do you have no say-so in who these people are, they remain there no matter who wins the election. These people remain. Uh, The laws, actually the regulations that they pass, uh, are not checked. You have no presumption of innocence. You have no due process. You have no prohibition against excessive fines. You've got the FAA that can come in and say, well, we're going to fine people $25,000 if they don't get our permission and registration for their little toy drone. Remember when that happened a couple of years ago? People complained about that, and the Congress complained about it and made them look like heroes because they come in like shining knights on a horse and say, you've got to stop that. We're going to rein these guys in. No, they need to do their job. They need to be the ones who are passing the laws. And this is how we get civil asset forfeiture, how we get the IRS that can uh, take your property, seize your property without finding you guilty. They just say, you prove that you're innocent. I say that you owe this much, and we're just going to take your property. And now that's being done by all these different bureaucracies. So you have no protection presumption of innocence or due process or protection against excessive fines because it's done by the bureaucracy. And so it's very important for us to move things at the state level. And that's what happened in the midterms of Obama. It wasn't so much the change in uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the small pickup in the House, which didn't change it from Democrat control, uh, but the pickup that uh, changed it in the Senate to GOP control. But the real issue was that six states in the 2010 election, in a pushback against Obama, six states had both their House and Senate, both chambers, switch from Democrat to Republican, and North Carolina was one of those. I remember when that happened, the first time since the 1860s that the Republicans had been in control of the state houses, uh, state House and state Senate. You also had another five states where the GOP picked up the other chamber so that they then controlled both uh, chambers. And, of course, after Obama, we have seen more than a 1,000 races. It's, uh, that was the figure a couple of years ago. It's way more than that. Uh, More than 1,000 seats lost by the Democrats who were pushing Obama's agenda. You know, we had North Carolina had actually voted for Obama in 2008. And then in 2010, everything except for the congressional races went Republican. Everything. All the statewide races, all the, uh, the House and the Senate went Republican. The only thing that didn't change were the congressional races. And that was because of gerrymandering. If you pick the voters, you've picked the outcome. And so there's now been a fight there over that. So when you look at this historically, again, going back to Clinton, it was a major wipeout for Clinton in 1994. Uh, Bush, it was a gain because of 2001. Obama, it was a slight gain in the House. Control changed in the Senate. and But major losses, major losses in state houses. Now with President Trump, you had uh, loss of the... Uh, House not nearly as big as Clinton's loss in 1994, but a big pickup when the GOP, even bigger than Bush's pickup after 9-11. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more details as to who won what.
3: Please, whatever you do, realize that we're all getting punched drunk to the censorship. And you saw 18 Twitter accounts, they say affiliated with InfoWars. Yeah, some of them are like little side accounts. They even know we had like InfoWars store that just showed our products. But they just banned them all yesterday in punishment that I be at a Trump rally and be mobbed by all these folks that loved us. Your excitement about America, your excitement about this broadcast is what brought the country and the world back from the brink. The globalists now want to target where the resistance came from so that we're not pesky in the future. I want to be troublesome and pesky. I want to keep going. I want to make them do the ultimate, not just destroy us financially. I want to push all the way. I've committed to do that. I've prayed for that, and I've been told that's going to happen. But you've got a backish, and I promise you this. I will never falter. I will never waver at the spiritual level. I physically will. But I give you my commitment, if you financially support us, then forwardstore.com to give you my absolute total commitment.
2: We need to go back and revisit the foundations of our freedom. Our freedoms don't consist of the things that are enumerated on a piece of paper. It consists of the things that we're willing to fight for. The First Amendment, the Bill of Rights, the rest of the Bill of Rights are prohibitions. They're prohibitions against powerful organizations and individuals taking those God-given rights from us as individuals. You better understand that because they're taking them right now. We have seen what they want to do. They called it UN Agenda 21. Now they call it the UN 2030 Agenda. They want everybody off of the rural lands. They want people out of the suburbs. They want to pack everybody into the cities because that's where it is easiest for them to control everyone. It's the David Knight Show.
1: Never missed your show any day. Oh, I, mean, I, I mean, never.
0: At Infowars.com forward slash show.
3: InfoWars Life is launching its newest product. We're really, really proud of it. It's a best source prebiotic fiber. And it's got the very best concentrated fibers uh, from berries and fruits and other compounds that have been known to be the very best for your body and for regularity and so much more. And it synergistically works with our 50 billion live active culture, Floralife, as well as MycoZx that targets the yeast, the mold, and the funguses in the gut. So this is the time to take advantage of getting this new incredible fiber product and these other products. You get them separately or together and make really, really big savings and get high-quality products at the same time. And I'm doing this to introduce these products to you. Bodies sold out at a month. Uh, strongest concentrated turmeric formula we could come up with. It sold out for another month and a half. We sold it at 50% off till it sold out. And I think it's going to be the same way with this fiber Get yours today, Infowarslife.com.
0: The Internet's home for Motown, Soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com, Maui. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to The David Knight Show.
2: Welcome back. I was just talking about an overview in terms of uh, how did the president do? Of course, this is very much about President Trump, and he campaigned heavily and actively. We typically don't see presidents campaigning that much. He had to because they were uh, campaigning heavily against him. And as we will see when we look at whether the election was hacked, I understand there's a couple of different ways you can hack the election. All this talk about, oh, the election was hacked in 2016. What was that about? They kept telling everybody, oh, no, we're not suggesting that any votes were changed. None whatsoever. You can completely trust the voting machines and our system. It is totally honest. And the Russians weren't able to change a single vote. They emphasized that. No, no, the hacking, they said. The hacking was by putting information out that dominated the campaign." Now, they're not even saying that the information was false about Hillary Clinton. No, no, no. If you see that information about what Hillary Clinton did to rig the primaries in the Democrat Party, oh, you're not allowed to see that. Don't see that. We're not going to discuss what she actually did. We're going to talk about how you found out about that. And then, of course, we're supposed to also believe that 100,000 ads placed on Facebook, and again, they had to bring the Facebook executives before uh, Capitol Hill uh, testimony three different times before they finally admitted and said, "Okay, okay, all right, we'll tell you a hundred thousand. How's that? Are you satisfied now?" You know, first two times they said, "No, there wasn't any issue there. They didn't do anything." The finally on the third time, it's like, "All right, let's tell them a hundred thousand will change." Well, guess what? If you own Facebook and you are shutting down political campaign ads from people running for Congress. If you're shutting down political campaign ads from the president, blocking them, and then promoting other ads. And uh, we've uh, seen now that uh, George Soros' group, uh, Move On, is bragging about the fact that they were the leading spender on Facebook in the last week. Said, we figured out how to do this. And we've identified ways that we can use Facebook's analytics to identify voters and target them, and tell them exactly what they want to hear, and motivate them to go out. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, didn't we hear this from Obama's campaign manager for digital media bragging about how they had used Facebook's analytics? And then when people found out that Cambridge Analytica did it for Trump, they were livid. We have to censor that. We have to stop that. So there's a lot of different ways that you can hack the election. When they said that the election was hacked simply because information was dominated by one side. And again, that's absolute nonsense. If Facebook and Twitter and the other social media are owned by people who are pushing back against this agenda, you don't think that that is more effective than a tiny, tiny fraction, less than a fraction, tiny, tiny fraction of 1% of all the ads that were out there. Uh, That uh, that changed the election when the people who own the platform are pushing an agenda. You don't think that is hacking the election? So, yes, the election was hacked. Our First Amendment was hacked. Our free speech was hacked. The free press was hacked. And the messages were hacked. And, yes, they changed votes, too. You can't trust these electronic voting machines. We'll talk about that in a moment. But let's look at the big picture again. As I was saying, when you look at midterms, they always evaluate this. Let's go back, you know, Clinton, uh, George W., and Obama, and Trump. We take a look at those. The outlier, of course, was George W. Bush. That was really a nine eleven election. It took place one year after 9-11. Uh, wars are still going on in Iraq and Afghanistan. Of course, they still are now, 17 years later. But I mean, it was a, a new issue at that point in time. So George W. Bush was one of only two presidents where his party gained in the midterm election in both uh, the House and the Senate. One of only two. Now, President Trump did not do bad because President Trump is one of, if you take out that outlier election of 2002, then President Trump picked up seats in the Senate, and he was one of only four sitting presidents where his party picked up seats in the Senate, and he picked up more seats in the Senate than George W. Bush picked up in the 9-11 election. How about that? That's not bad. And when you look at it from that perspective, and of course, the number of seats that he lost were very small compared to the number of seats that Bill Clinton lost. But let's also take a look at the map. I think this is also interesting. When I look at this geographically, I'm looking at urban or coastal areas or border areas that are blue. And when you zoom in on that map and you see the crosshatched areas of places that changed, seats that flipped from red to blue, they're basically in contiguous blue areas. In other words, they're adjacent to urban areas, with the exception of uh, one district in Oklahoma, for example. Uh, most of them, uh, and, and one or two in uh, Tennessee or Missouri. But most of them that flipped are in areas that were contiguously Democrat- Anyway, that means that they're close to the Mexican border. Uh, they're, clo- they're on the coast in terms of the northeast or uh, the west coast in California. Uh, so basically, that's not unusual to see that type of thing happening in a midterm election, especially. Uh, so that's another interesting uh, perspective from an overview. Now, President Trump campaigned heavily. One of the people that he campaigned heavily for was Dean Heller in Nevada, a Republican in name only. This is a guy who, even though President Trump campaigned for him uh, in Nevada, uh, Dean Heller, who was running for uh, Senate there in Nevada, he had criticized the whole idea of having a border wall. He had openly supported funding for Planned Parenthood. This is a Republican. Uh, He had heavily criticized President Trump for pardoning Joe Arpaio, who was uh, politically targeted. We all understand what was going on with that. So there were a lot of conservatives who didn't like Dean Heller. And even President Trump couldn't help him in that blue state because he didn't. He had pretty uh, soft support, even with the Republican bases. It's kind of interesting too that Gary Johnson uh, did hopefully what will be his swan song in politics. Uh, Gary Johnson, the former Libertarian uh, presidential nominee, ran for Senate as a Libertarian in Nevada. Uh, he didn't even the number of votes that he got uh, was not even the difference in the margin of. Uh, Victory for the Democrat. His big issue, which was uh, legalization of marijuana, had been endorsed by the Democrat candidate. So they basically took that away from him. Uh, The problem with Gary Johnson is that, again, saying that uh, you look at the issues that he had, uh, Gary Johnson and people of his ilk who have taken over the Libertarian Party have basically moved it in most cases, not all cases, but in most cases, they're really taking votes away from the Democrats. They had become Democrats. Gary Johnson was out there saying, uh, you shouldn't, if you are a small baker, you should not be able to choose uh, to not bake a custom cake for somebody that conflicts with your religious beliefs. And he presented it when he was debating in the libertarian uh, presidential debates of uh, two years ago. He presented it as a case of, well, we don't want somebody with a monopoly like a power company coming in and saying, well, I don't like you because you're Muslim, so I'm not going to give you power. Well, that was never on the table. But Gary Johnson had absolutely nothing to say about the monopoly and the control and the ownership of the public square by these social media companies who are using it to censor people. Because it's a corporation. They can do no wrong, right? This is where the Libertarian Party has lost it. On that, on the borders, on trade, they really don't get the picture anymore and they stand with the left. All right, we're going to have detailed uh, results when we come back we're going to tell you which race won which one's uh, lost we'll be right back
1: you
3: need to support independent media that's under attack we're under attack by these globalists as you know and your support's been amazing we make it easy to support us because we have great products and we're announcing a mega blowout sale at infowarsstore.com to fund us into the new year so we have a budget to continue on in the face of their attacks super male and super female vitality Is incredibly high quality cold pressed herbs known for strength, stamina, libido, energy. It's amazing. It is a whopping 57% off. Silver Bullet, colloidal silver, super high quality. The best out there. Never gone this low. 67% off to blow it all out. Brain Force Plus. Now available, 50% off. Survival Shield X3, the best iodine out there. Brand new product, 50% off and free shipping. And we're continuing free shipping store-wide on Alexa Pure Breeze water filters uh, and on all the other books and videos and material at the InfoWars store.
5: Stress is a natural part of life
6: So go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Super Male Vitality before it's gone. This is actually our last run of Super Male Vitality. So I want you to experience Super Male Vitality before it's too late. Unleash the Super Male in you with Super Male Vitality from InfoWarsStore.com.
7: Fueling your body is hard work. That's why we've introduced the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack to help you fuel it right. These incredible formulas can help keep your body in tip-top shape in the fight against stress, age, and outside toxins. There's no better time to try FloraLife and Carnivore to see how well they can support your body. Don't miss out on the chance to fuel your body and support recovery. Try the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack today.
0: The Internet's home for Motown, Soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com, Maui. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade
1: Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. liberty it's your move this is the david knight show
2: welcome back let's take a look at uh, the winners and losers specifically but before we do real quickly i want to take a look at cnn's take on this uh, cnn's van jones was heartbroken against you that. and he had this to say let's play the clip of uh, video clip one um, well, first of all, there are still people standing in line in Georgia. There are still people standing in line in Florida. People, this is not over. People need to, to stay out there and continue the fight. Uh, this is heartbreaking, though. Uh, it's heartbreaking. Uh, the hope has been that the antibodies would kick in, that this sort of infestation of, of hatred and division uh, <laughs> would, 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 would drive response from the American people, really in both parties to say no and no, no more. Uh, that does not seem to be happening tonight. It's not a blue wave, but it's still a blue war. We've got to continue the,
6: the fight forward. Uh, but uh, I think that sense of helplessness that
2: has really fueled a lot of this uh, outrage and, and outpouring from Democrats uh, may still be there tomorrow, even if we have the House. Governor, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They're not going to give up. It's going to be a blue war. And again, I hate this blue-red stuff. Just call yourself red. You're communists. Own it. But they don't. They hide behind identity politics. Uh, they change the color even of their flag. Uh, you guys have always flown the red flag for communism and socialism, but now you call yourself blue. And, of course, that was a, a strategy uh, perpetuated on us, a fraud perpetuated on us by the mainstream media. But he is not too happy about the results. And uh, if he gets the results that he hates, then it's because you are hateful, you voters. You didn't vote for the people he loves, so you must be a hater. So the big losers in this, I think, uh, the big, big losers are going to be the mainstream media, the big liars in all this as well. Now, we've got uh, fake Jake Tapper admitting, along with Wolf Blitzer, that it is not a blue wave, as you just heard, Van Jones. Yeah, it's not a blue wave. It's going to be a blue war, though. We're going to keep coming. We're going to talk about that when we get to the aftermath of the election, the issues coming up. Uh, but this is what uh, Wolf Blitzer and fake Jake Tapper had to say
8: same as a result of this 21 republican seats and not lose any of their own jake let's talk a little bit about this 21 seats they they still have to pick up the democrats
9: it is entirely possible that the democrats will regain control of the house today but i have to say when you look at what's going on here tonight this is not a blue wave this is not a wave that is knocking out all sorts of republican incumbents we saw you just call the kentucky six district now there are every all sorts of ways that democrats can regain the house without Amy mcgrath having defeated incumbent congressman andy Barr. but the fact is she did not and if she had that would have really been an indication of a big powerful blue wave the fact that she did not And it is a district that he won uh, two years ago, Congressman Barr, uh, by more than 20 points. But this was a target. Democrats did hope to win Kentucky six. And you look at the competitive races going on in Florida, where Republicans right now have the edge. You look at what's going on in the Indiana Senate race right now. It does look as though Republicans have been able to build something of a wall in certain parts of the country, especially in these states that President Trump won. That said... Democrats still have a decent chance of winning back the House. They still have a number of seats that are very competitive uh, where Democrats are in the lead, and that could still happen.
2: All right. So uh, they're saying it's not a blue wave, and they're looking at uh, various places where uh, you had uh, Republicans pick up some uh, seats, even though the net gain was to the Democrats, uh, a net gain of 34 in the House. Now, they might have lost credibility with people in this election, but they made a lot of money out of this election. We had a record $5.2 billion spent. So I guess really, you know, one of the big winners of this was the uh, bank accounts of the big media pushing all of this. $5.2 billion spent on this election, spent mostly on TV ads, uh, cable news, and so forth. And the Democrats outspent the GOP by $330 million. That's a lot of money, a lot of money. And the key issue about this is that they focused, this differential, was focused primarily in the House races. There was a rough parity between Democrats and Republicans in terms of what was spent on Senate races. But when you get to the House races, Democrat spending was $951 million versus $637 million for Republican contenders. So in other words, in the House races, the Democrats were able to outspend the Republicans' By 50%, 50%. Now, the only way that you can overcome that kind of differential in an election is if you have the kinds of circumstances that we saw in 2016 where you have a free and independent press and you have social media. And I think this is the big difference. The reason that President Trump picked up seats in the Senate, of course, is because of the Kavanaugh hearing. Uh, the Democrats jumped the shark with their identity politics, their Me Too accusations, uh, trumping it up to a rape charge. We all saw the fraud of that. And you didn't need to have a discussion of what the issues were uh, on social media, on, um, uh, on uh, independent media. We could all see what was happening with that. And that really changed things in the Senate. So I think one of the biggest winners of all this is Brett Kavanaugh. I'm sure that he feels very justified in this. I think he has a lot to do. He, he paid dearly for that pickup, that net gain of three seats in the Senate. And I think that's a big factor. Even the Democrats who hung on to their seat, like Manchin, uh, he took a big hit in the polls. He w- had a huge lead there, even though that was a Trump state. Trump carried that state uh, by 40 points in the last election. You've got to understand that Joe Manchin was someone who was a very popular uh, governor in that uh, Democrat state. It was the moves by Hillary and Obama and the rest of the Democrat uh, Party to take away the coal industry and to brag about it and to brag about it there in that state as they had inflicted them with depression-level unemployment uh, that really turned things around. Joe Manchin was not a part of that. And so even though he has been soft on a lot of issues like gun control and so forth, he uh, voted for Kavanaugh, and that didn't uh, uh, hurt him. But it did hurt a lot of other Democrats who went the other way. But I think the key issue here is that when you have a big differential in money and you don't have a free press that they were able to depend on in previous elections and you don't have free social media where you, the public, can look at stories, you can comment, you can share information. When they take that away from you, when they control the media and they have the money, They can win in the House. That's the big uh, takeaway. And I think it would have been even bigger in the Senate if it hadn't been for the Kavanaugh situation. Uh, One of the races here, of course, you take a look at uh, what MSNBC did the day before. They put up uh, no question about it. Uh, It was just something that they were putting up as a test. But they showed uh, their favorite uh, in Florida running for governor. They showed Gillum uh, beating uh, DeSantis in Florida with a graphic that they put up there with Chris Hayes. Now, why would they do that? It's because they're obviously supporting Gillum. (laughs) There's no doubt about it. That's the bias of the media. And uh, that was happening even though Gillum was polling about uh, three and a half points below DeSantis at the time. They still put that up because they wanted to make that happen. Now, as soon as he uh, declared victory and took his victory lap, the first thing he said was, I had huge odds against me because not only did I have the major money from out of state, and I mean they must have sent tens of millions of dollars from out of state coming in against me, I also, quite frankly, had almost 90% of the national media aligned with my opponent, puffing him up, and really some of them attacking me in ways that I thought was patently unjust. Remember, the very first thing they said was, oh, look, he said, we're not going to monkey around with the economy with socialism. They said, that's a racial attack. On Gillum, who is black? And yet, as I pointed out when that happened, you had Barack Obama talking about uh, monkeying around, right? You had many Democrat operatives talking about at the same time a monkey wrench and so forth. Oh, but he's, he used the term monkey, so he's racist. That was what they were doing to him to rig this thing. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about the other races. Heidi Heitkamp lost uh, Democrat. Uh, we had uh, Mike Braun has uh, won in Indiana. Flipping that seat there as well. And we're going to talk about Cruz and Beto. What is up next for the (laughs) trans-Hispanic? We'll be right back. Stay with us. The globalists
3: know that if they suppress the good halogen and pump the environment full of the bad halogens, fluoride, chlorine, bromine, you name it, that it lowers IQ. It literally dumbs the population down. And on our quest to bring, our listeners and viewers, the best iodine in the world, we've gone through two permutations. First, seaweed-based iodine that was pretty good but hard to source, and the globals tried to block us getting a supply of it. So we discovered deep-earth crystals of pure nascent iodine and brought you X2 that's been incredible. Now, due to the establishment trying to block that, we did more research and secured more of the deep-earth crystals of nascent iodine. But chemists, scientists, and others showed us the research that by combining it with three other compounds, two forms of iodine and vitamin C, it supercharges it and makes it even more bioavailable. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to research it, you want to see it. It's an incredible discovery. X3, now available at InfowarsLife.com.
10: from InfoWars Life at
11: InfoWarsStore.com InfoWars Life is bringing you a breakthrough in modern medicine. Introducing Pollen Block. We have found an extraordinary new, natural way to alleviate seasonal distress symptoms, including promoting clear nasal and sinus passageways, eye comfort, and respiratory function. In the 1960s, In fact, current research has found that it actually acts by blocking the activity of tryptase, which is an enzyme that amplifies immune and inflammatory responses in the body. Go outside and enjoy the air you breathe. Head to InfoWarsLife.com and grab a pack of our Pollen Block chewable tablets.
3: Words cannot describe how big the stakes are for the future of humanity right now. InfoWars is being openly targeted by the Democratic Party, leftist CIA operatives, the corrupt Justice Department, and the entire Soros crime syndicate. People say, why would you start a fight with them? Because they were already dominating and running America into the ground. And I knew we had no future if we didn't do this. So we've already had incredible success. But if you will simply realize how epic this is, and understand how real this fight is, and why we've been made the main target, and if you financially support us, and if you spread the word about our articles and videos at Infowars.com, we won't just continue to stand up against these Brutal scumbags will win. We have huge sales at store.com right now. And we're still able to operate the shopping cart and get stuff shipped out to you, despite the fact they're trying to block our commerce and your right to the market. But if you don't stand up and support us financially, Soros and the Globalists may win. This is InfoWars Darkest Hour. We need your support. I'm counting on you.
1: You're listening to The David Knight Show.
2: Welcome back. Let's take a look at some of the specific races now. We've given you an overview of uh, what happened last night. Uh, Ted Cruz beat Beto. Yes, Robert O'Rourke went down the trans-Hispanic. And what is left for him? We are talking about this during the break. Cruz said, well, you know, what is his path to the presidency? Other than through Hollywood. I mean, they love him. You've already got actresses uh, putting out Beto 2020 hashtags so forth. Well, I don't really know. I mean, typically, you know, he'd have to go back and run as a congressman, get his congressional seat back. But typically, congressmen don't win. Uh, He could get a position in a future Democrat administration, but he's probably going to have to wait uh, at least six years for that. (laughs) Of course, he is kind of young. But, um, uh, you know, what's he going to do? He's not going to get elected governor or senator. Not in Texas. Forget about it, Beto. Uh, Ain't going to happen. He's nacho Senator. Here in Texas, I think his path would be he could get a lot of Hollywood backing. And I think since he was successfully able to self-identify as an Hispanic, even though he wasn't, I think he ought to come out and just go as a transgender. He could identify as a woman. And instead of calling himself Beto, he could call himself Betty. And he could be the first female president just because he identifies as one, right? I think that is really his path. He could even take the slogan. Instead of saying, I'm with her, that's yeah, already been done, right? His slogan, running as Betty, uh, Beto could say, uh, I'm now her. Say so the trans-Hispanic could now become a transgender. That's what he should do. <laughs> he's already kind of flirted with the idea and the way that he dressed a few years ago. <laughs> Good find, guys. Yeah, that's, uh, he's, already <laughs> he's already flirted with that idea. So just just run with it and i'm sure that he would get the backing of hollywood and netflix and all of the social media companies they would roll right through him he would get a tremendous amount of money as well you know he he got so much money it's amazing when you look at what these expensive senate races were uh, he got over 70 million dollars for his senate race and you go back to the 2000 election that was about what the presidential candidates uh, gore and bush were getting uh, not much different and that's how much money is flowing into politics. I was just talking about the billions that were spent on these races without a presidential race this last time. Uh, What does that tell you? When you see that kind of money flowing into politics, that tells you that we haven't been able to do anything to curb the amount of power that is in Washington. You have that kind of money in politics because you have that kind of power. It is a black hole pulling in Uh, that so much power has been concentrated in Washington that it pulls in the corruption, it pulls in the money, because, as H.L. Mencken said, uh, that kind of money is an advanced auction of stolen goods. That's what an election is, essentially. And as we see that pile of cash getting bigger and bigger, we understand that that black hole, Washington, D.C., the power that is there is just sucking all that stuff in. In the same way that our welfare system, is pulling in foreigners from all over the world. Come on in. And Cory Booker wants to step it up. Yeah, you have a baby in this country. Yeah, you don't have to be an American citizen. We'll still $1,000 right there at birth. And then every year that you stay here, we'll give you more money. And the poorer you are, the better. We want more poor people in America so they can work for low wages and they can vote Democrat. That's what we want in America. That's what the Democrats want anyway. And so, like I said yesterday, the question is, is it okay to be American? Well, not according to the Democrats. They hate America. And it's racist if you want to be American. Just like it's racist if you say it's okay to be white. No, it's not okay to be white. It's not okay to be American. George Soros is pushing this pretty hard. All right, let's take a look at some of the other races. Now, as much money as the son-in-law of the $20 billion man Beto O'Rourke spent here in Texas, The big race, the most expensive race in the country, was a Senate race in Florida between Rick Scott and incumbent Senator Bill Nelson. And Rick Scott beat him uh, in Florida, flipping that to the GOP. Again, in uh, Indiana, you had uh, Republican businessman Mike Braun pulled off a victory in Indiana, unseating the incumbent Democrat Joe Donnelly. Uh, He had a 12-point lead over Donnelly. Now, the polls were saying that it was a toss-up coming into that, which is kind of interesting. And what happened during the primary was everybody was telling, you always hear this, he can't win. He's an outsider. We got a couple of strong political establishment candidates in the GOP, and one of those guys needs to run because they've got political experience, and we need political experience, and they know how to win an election, and they've got name identification and so forth. This guy is just a successful businessman with no political experience. We don't want him as a senator. And fortunately, what happened? Was that the two establishment Republican candidates divided the vote, which is what typically happens the other way around. This time, the Republican establishment candidates divided the vote. He got the nomination. And they said, well, he'll never beat the incumbent. He just doesn't have the political experience, but he did. And he didn't. It wasn't even a close race, as the establishment polls were telling us, all the way up to the thing. He won by 12 points. And of course, uh, uh, President Trump and Vice President Pence uh, uh, support him uh, quite a bit there. Uh, I think he's going to be a very good uh, senator, quite frankly. I want to see more people who are not politicians, who are not lawyers, (laughs) get through uh, that process. Uh, Kevin Kramer defeated Heidi Heitkamp in North Dakota in the Senate, another uh, pickup for the GOP. Uh, Joe Manchin hung on because, again, he did not fall into the Kavanaugh trap that was laid for the Democrats uh, by uh, Michael uh, uh, Avenatti. And uh, that people of that ilk uh, in the state that was won by President Trump in the last election by more than 40 points. He was able to hang on. Uh, he came out in favor of partially funding the border wall in addition to uh, voting for Kavanaugh. And that seems to have turned the trick for Joe Manchin so he could stay in it. I'm still concerned he's going to be a Chuck Schumer shill. And he's going to vote with the Democrats in the Georgia governor race that is still up for grabs. You have the uh, uh The uh, Republican Brian Kemp is ahead, but uh, Stacey Abrams is not conceding. She says she wants all of the absentee ballots voted and everything. And if it's close, it will go into a runoff. Uh, She said she wants every absentee ballot to be counted, and she is not conceding. Uh, He was ahead of her, uh, 53% of the vote. With ninety-four percent of the precincts, she had forty-six, but that seven-point spread wasn't good enough for her. She's not going to give up. Not going to give up. It's much closer in Arizona between uh, Kristen Cinema and uh, McSally, Martha McSally. Uh, they are so close that we're not going to know what the situation is there for days, maybe longer. They said it'll probably trigger an automatic recount there. And if you remember the issues there, Kristen Cinema was the Uh, one who hates women who stay at home. They're leeches. You stay at home, you raise a family, you're a leech. And her big supporter uh, was a zero population growth uh, organization that gave her more money than they gave any other candidate. I mean, she is hard, hard left. And they are running for the seat that is being vacated by Jeff Flake. It looks like they have more than enough flakes in Arizona uh, to keep voting for people like Jeff Flake and... uh, Kirsten Cinema In Florida, John, Donna Shalala pulled it out. Uh, this is a former uh, person from the Clinton administration. It looked like uh, for a while there she wasn't going to win. There was a very charismatic, very intelligent uh, Republican, uh, Lady Maria Elvira Salazar of Cuban descent. Uh, she would also been an anchor. She was very articulate, uh, very bright, very attractive. And then on the other hand, you've got Donna Shalala, who is none of those things <laughs> except female, I guess. I don't know. She's, uh, I don't know if she, uh, I would. She's lesbian, so I guess uh, she kind of uh, ticks that box. But uh, nevertheless, Donna Shalala was able to pull that out. You had uh, Kevin Yoder losing a Republican in Kansas again. That was one of those uh, situations that was kind of a, uh, an outlier, as I pointed out. A lot, most of these seats that were flipping were contiguous with Democrat areas, contiguous with the border, contiguous with urban areas and so forth. So it's not surprising to see them flipping from a, a very liberal Republican uh, to a Democrat. As a matter of fact, uh, Breitbart had an article about what was happening to the carbon tax Republicans. They call themselves the Climate Caucus. And these are a lot of Republicans who have been pushing carbon taxes on people. Now, is it really a problem that we lost those Republicans? No. They were rhinos, Republicans in name only. It's good to have them gone, quite frankly. And a lot of the stuff that's happening, as I said, geographically you look at it, but politically you look at it, these people were essentially Democrats. They had an R behind their name, but they were essentially Democrats. So, so long, farewell, same thing to Kevin Yoder. Kevin Yoder is one of these guys who had uh, been pushing uh, I'm sorry. That was uh, that was another race. Kevin uh, Kevin Yoder uh, is a uh, Republican. He's been pushing migration policies, H one B visa programs. He actually had job groups campaigning against him. So Republicans like that. So long, farewell. We'll be right back.
3: You need to support independent media that's under attack. We're under attack by these globalists, as you know, and your support's been amazing. We make it easy to support us because we have great products. And we're announcing a mega blowout sale at Infowarsstore.com to fund us into the new year so we have a budget to continue on in the face of their attacks. Super male and super female vitality. Is incredibly high quality cold pressed herbs known for strength, stamina, libido, energy? It's amazing. It is a whopping 57% off. Silver Bullet, Colloidal Silver, super high quality, the best out there. Never gone this low. 67% off to blow it all out. Brain Force Plus. Now available, 50% off. Survival Shield X3, the best iodine out there. Brand new product, 50% off and free shipping. And we're continuing free shipping store-wide on Alexa Pure Breeze water filters uh, and on all the other books and videos and material at the InfoWars store.
12: It's compact in size, easy to install and maintain, and keeps fluoride and other dangerous toxins out of your water supply and away from you and your family. With its broad-spectrum contaminant reduction, you'll only need this one filter for clean and refreshing water all over your home. Head to InfoWarsStore.com. And whether it's your first water filtration purchase or you're looking to replace your current rundown systems, it's time to go big and go home with the Pro Pure Whole House Filtration System today.
1: You're listening to the David Knight Show.
0: The internet's home for Motown, Soul, and Great Rock and Roll. SkyPilotRadio.com, Maui. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. It's the David Knight Show.
2: Welcome back. In Kansas, we had the Secretary of State there, Chris Kobach, was a victim of not only the Democrats in the media, but also of the establishment Republicans. He was defeated yesterday. As Breitbart points out, the state's Democrat and Republican political establishments, including former governors and two dozen Republican lawmakers in the state, endorsed the Democrat so they could stop Chris Kobach. The ACLU alone spent nearly $400,000 in TV ads against Kobach in the last few weeks running up to the election. Kobach was opposed. Why why did they hate this guy so much? Well, he is a former immigration advisor to President Trump, and he's been on the forefront of reshaping the GOP to defend American workers and the working class. And so you have this contrast here of Yoder, the Republican, who had been uh, pushing H-1B visas and so forth, Uh, and uh, he's eventually taken out. But all the establishment forces combine to uh, oppose Chris Kobach along with the ACLU, and they're able to push him out. And so how is all this identity politics stuff working out, and how are the celebrities doing? (laughs) You know, (laughs) Comedy Central had the video. We played it for you last week. We said, how are we going to know who to vote for and when to vote or where to vote if we don't have celebrities telling us to get out and go vote and so forth? And they really didn't have much an effect this time. Uh, it had an effect on them. Uh, they're very upset with the outcome. As you saw, uh, Van Jones is just heartbroken. And the celebrities are taking it even uh, harder. It's, it's even more difficult for them. There's that public service announcement where they're making uh, fun of these people. How would we know who to vote for if we weren't told by Brad Pitt and so forth? Well, it looks like uh, we're going to get into that. But before we do, let's take a look at some of the Uh, firsts, because we got a lot of firsts, and everybody's very happy about all these firsts that we have. We have the first Somali-American congresswoman, because she's from Minnesota, and Minnesota loves their Somalis, uh, especially uh, with all of them that have immigrated into the area. And then we have, in addition, we have a first Muslim congresswoman. It's like, oh, wait a minute. So we have two firsts, two first Muslims, except uh, they put her in there as a Somali Muslim. So that's a first right there. Uh, And then we have Jared Polis, the first openly gay man to win a governor's race in Colorado. So I guess we can expect all the Christian bakers in Colorado to be out of business in no time at all. (laughs) We had that uh, Colorado uh, baker, a masterpiece uh, uh, bakery, fought it all the way to the Supreme Court and won, saying you cannot be forced, coerced into baking a custom cake to celebrate gay marriage when it conflicts with your religion. He won that Supreme Court. He comes back within a couple of weeks of returning. He has a transgender person coming up and saying, I want you to bake a transversary cake on the anniversary of my becoming uh, a different sex in my mind. And he said, not going to do it. So then they put him up before the quote unquote Human Rights Commission in Colorado again. And now they have voted for an openly gay man to win the governor's race. So I guess uh, pack your bags If you are a Christian offering services in Colorado, time to get out. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, now the youngest woman ever elected. Yeah. Uh, Sharice Davids, the first lesbian Native American in Congress. Uh, Chris Pappas, uh, New Hampshire's first openly gay member of Congress. And then we have Deb Holland, the first Native American woman in Congress. See, if you're Muslim or Native American, you get two mentions, you know, if you're Uh, If you're lesbian Native American, that's a first. Uh, If you're just Native American, oh, that's a first, too. Uh, If you're Muslim, that's a first. But then if you're Somali Muslim, that's a first as well. I'm just wondering when we're going to have the first left-handed, red-headed person under five feet tall elected to Congress. I mean, isn't that something we should celebrate? This is like the... Guinness Book of Obscure Records Committee. But it's really about identity politics. Let's celebrate this person because they're left-handed or red-headed or short or tall. I mean, that's what we're really talking about here, right? This is what it's all about. It's all about that. It's not about important issues. It's about their identity. That's alive and well right now. And it's being pushed by Axios and other people in the press. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
3: Our grandparents, and great-grandparents, knew that they canned food uh, during the fall, so they'd have it during the winter. And that's what I'm talking about at InfoWarsStore.com. With InfoWars Select, it's the full spectrum of my Patriot Supply, one of the top, most respected companies out there. But because I private label it, I'm able to go below cost on contracts that all their other distributors aren't able to do. But I want to be a market leader, and I want you to have storable food, so it's a total win-win. We have those incredible sell prices back. InfoWarsStore.com on InfoWars Select Storable Foods. They've got special diet foods. They've got three month supplies, year supplies, week emergency supplies. They've got so many great products there. Maybe you've got a three year supply. If stuff happens, you can feed your whole block. It's up to us to be self sufficient. You're buying war bonds, bringing you great products, and together with God's help, we are unstoppable. InfoWarsStore.com and InfoWars Select, high quality storable foods powered by my Patreon.
1: In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show.
2: Welcome back. We're going to talk about what's ahead. Of course, it's impeachment in the House. You understand that. Uh, They don't need a reason. They'll make up a reason. As Roger Stone said yesterday on this program. He said uh, they'll make up anything. They will intensify the investigations. Again, looking for a process crime, trying to find some kind of a financial crime. It's not hard to find financial crimes when you are a, a multibillionaire. It's not hard to find financial crimes on anybody, quite frankly. I mean, look at Dennis Hastert, the pedophile that was groomed by the Republican establishment to be Speaker of the House. He was groomed to become a congressman in the first place. I mean, he was already a known pedophile as a wrestling coach. Then they groom him for Speaker of the House. The only thing that they came against him for was not for any of that stuff. They came after him because he was uh, structuring his withdrawals of his money that had already been put in the bank. I mean, you can't even make a case for why that should even be a crime. That should not even be a crime. This is the insanity of where we are. Pedophilia, not, not a problem. You take your own money out of the bank after it's already been deposited in the bank, which means that you've already reported it as income and so forth. Uh, but you take your money out and you do it in a way to avoid anybody asking you any questions and you go to jail for that. That's the way we roll. And so uh, it's a very dangerous time coming up for President Trump. You better make sure that he gets free press back. Because as I said before, I think it is very clear that that's what happened in the House. And I think it would have happened in the Senate as well if it hadn't been for the Kavanaugh situation. But when they outspend the Republicans by 50% in the House, and when you have the biggest uh, buyers of ads being MoveOn, George Soros' MoveOn.org, and bragging about it, and yet they have blocked 10,000 accounts at the insistence of the Democrats. There's your fraud. There's your hacking of the election. If they want to say that 2016 was hacked by the Russians and they say that the Democrats and social media and the establishment press did not hack this election because they're saying it's simply about the information that was monopolized by people out there. Well, that's real hacking. And we're going to talk about the voting machines as well when we come up to talk about fraud. But let's talk about first uh, celebrities. We had uh, the sentimental favorite of uh, most of us won yesterday, Dan Crenshaw. Former Navy SEAL who lost an eye in Afghanistan, mocked mocked by the former comedy show Saturday Night Live uh, a few nights ago. He won easily, uh, 53 to 45%, maintaining that house uh, for the Republican Party as you had a uh, Republican retiring Ted Poe in, in Texas. Oprah had stumped for uh, Stacey Abrams. And again, that uh, race has not been called yet, but uh, it's not really that close. And uh, she is hanging on uh, for all the absentee ballots to to be uh, counted, even though he's got uh, several point lead over her. But Oprah Winfrey wasn't enough to swing it for Stacey Adams. I find that kind of interesting. Uh, Jimmy Buffett has alienated uh, quite a few of the people in Florida because he went uh, down the line for uh, Democrat Andrew Gillum, along with the rest of Hollywood. Beyonce and other celebrity all-stars uh, behind Beto O'Rourke. And now they've got an uh, egg on their face. People like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, Jimmy Kimmel, Rosie O'Donnell, Chelsea Handler, the Canadian. Giving money to interfere in our elections. I mean, she not only doesn't live in Texas, she's not even an American citizen. And yet she's contributing money to this. Chris Rock all these different people going to beat ted cruz well it didn't work did it you know so it's pretty amazing that ted cruz had so much difficulty when because he damaged himself severely with the republican base when he allied himself after positioning himself going to congress and alienating a lot of the republican establishment trying to position himself as an outsider then he switched sides and became the ultimate never trumper insider uh, as the figurehead that was going to be there to try to take the election away from president Trump at the convention that really alienated a lot of people here in Texas. And, uh, but he was able to pull it out. President Trump buried the hatchet, supported him. And he was able to pull out a victory over Beto, who was even worse, quite frankly, uh, Ted Cruz usually votes right. Even if he does it for the wrong reasons. Uh, he got Jim Carrey pretty upset. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jim Carrey doing his crude artwork. I I really kind of feel sorry for Jim Carrey. Uh, this guy needs some help. His acting career is over, and he isn't ever going to get an artwork career, not as an art uh, as a cartoonist, a political cartoonist, or anything. I mean, I, I don't know what this guy is going to do. Uh, he put out a, a crude painting showing Ted Cruz as a vampire, and we all know he's not a vampire. He's just the uh, Zodiac killer. <laughs> uh, but but, uh, and and Ted Cruz made fun of that as well. He he, he did a Halloween message in the uh, the the style of the Zodiac killer uh, for uh, uh, just before the election last Wednesday. Anyway, uh, Ted Cruz responded to that cartoon and said, "Vampires are dead, and everybody knows the dead are voting Democrat." <laughs> And so then Jim Carrey comes back and says, wow, sorry, I rattled your chain, Ted Cruz. I thought you'd have more important things to do two days before the election. Well, we know that Jim Carrey has nothing to do because he doesn't have a career. And he keeps digging himself in further and further. I mean, the last movie that he made was unbelievable. I think he probably made uh, less money than a documentary film. Uh, Taylor Swift uh, takes it on the cheek. Uh, She failed to uh, take out Marsha Blackburn there in Tennessee. It was kind of interesting because uh, she said when she looked at uh, uh, Marsha Blackburn, she said, these are not my Tennessee values. I find this be terrifying and sickening and racist. And she said, I believe in the fight for LGBTQ rights. Well, guess what, Taylor? That's not Tennessee's values, not their values. And then you got an actress who I don't honestly know who this actress is because I watch Law & Order. A former Law & Order actress. Maybe she's now doing political cartoons like um, Jim Carrey. I don't know. Uh, Jennifer Esposito breaks down in tears after voting, and she, of course, puts this out uh, on social media because she's allowed on social media to do whatever she wants. I voted. I brought tears to my eyes. I just wanted for better. I, I just want for better for everyone. That's exactly what she writes. I'm not uh, misreading that. And um feels good to be, able to, to be able to say something and hope that things change. Go out and vote. Yes, we wouldn't know if it wasn't for the celebrities telling us that we need to go out and vote. Uh, one celebrity that is up and coming, of course, is going to be uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, she is Glamour Magazine's Abortion Activist of the Year. Now, that's a pretty good accomplishment considering that as Attorney General, she persecuted the guy who exposed the crimes of Planned Parenthood. It's pretty hard to top that, but she's done it. And uh, this is her first term as senator. She's already running for president. And she is the prosecutor as a California attorney general who raided journalist David The home, this is a guy who has a center for medical progress. And he did all those undercover videos where they got the people planned parenthood talking about how they're going to traffic in baby body parts. Oh, I need, uh, I want to get a Lambo. I want a Lamborghini. Yeah, we can do that. You just tell me what you need and I'll procure that. And so she raided his house and they came after him pretty hard. Uh, the magazine didn't mention Uh, That they had uh, slammed her pretty hard for also misleading the public about Kavanaugh. Harris was also in the fight with that. Two years ago, Harris worked as the Attorney General of California. And of course, there, you know, Planned Parenthood kills 320,000 babies every year. In 2016, her office raided the home of David DeLeiden from the Center for Medical Progress. And what appeared to be a politically motivated move, her office took camera equipment. Copies of unreleased video from people who work in the abortion industry uh, reports uh, LifeSite News, uh, sorry, LifeNews.com, LifeNews.com. uh, Daleiden, uh at, at the Center of Medical Progress, has been the target of abortion activists since he exposed what they're doing. Now, emails later suggested that Harris had teamed up with Planned Parenthood to target him. Why would that happen? Well, I don't know, maybe it had something to do with the fact she got $81,000 in donations from Planned Parenthood for her campaign. And now, she's getting donations and accolades from Glamour Magazine. Because it's glamorous to chop your babies into parts. You just can't talk about it.
3: Today at InfoWarsLife.com. Everybody needs to try Alpha Power today.
8: Whether you're looking to boost the benefits of our fish oil formula or just want an alternative, InfoWars Life has the formula for you. Ultimate Krill Oil is a powerhouse formula that takes advantages of the EPA, DHA, and omega 3s found in our high quality ultra pure Krill Oil concentrate. Containing powerful antioxidants such as astaxanthin and omega-3s, Ultimate Krill Oil can help you experience the benefits of fish oil with less required DHA and EPA. This incredible formula can help your body in many ways, including supporting heart health, joint health, and cognitive health, aiding and regulating fat metabolism, helping to maintain cognitive function, and more. And while other krill oil formulas may chemically modify their formulas, we're giving you the benefits of a simple formula that contains unmodified, high-quality krill oil concentrate. Paired with our Ultimate Fish Oil or used separately, it's time to see what krill oil can do for you with Ultimate Krill Oil. Now available at InfoWarsStore.com.
3: Please, whatever you do, realize that we're all getting punched drunk to the censorship. And you saw 18 Twitter accounts, they say affiliated with InfoWars. Yeah, some of them are like little side accounts. They even know we had like InfoWars Store that just showed our products. But they just banned them all yesterday in punishment that I be at a Trump rally and be mobbed by all these folks that loved us. Your excitement about America, your excitement about this broadcast is what brought the country and the world back from the brick. But the globalists now want to target where the resistance came from so that we're not pesky in the future. I want to be troublesome and pesky. I want to keep going. I want to make them do the ultimate, not just destroy us financially. I want to push all the way. I've committed to do that. I've prayed for that and I've been told that's going to happen, but you've got to back us and I promise you this. I will never falter. I will never waver at the spiritual level. I physically will, but I give you my commitment. If you financially support us, then forwardstore.com to give you my absolute total commitment.
0: The Internet's home for Motown, Soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com, Maui. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to The David Knight Show.
2: About the issues coming up. We're going to talk about some uh, single issues, some referenda over there. We had uh, votes about being a sanctuary city, votes for funding Planned Parenthood, votes for decriminalizing marijuana recreationally and uh, medically. So we're going to talk about those different issues and what happened uh, in the election yesterday. Before we do, real quickly, I want to tell you about the specials that we have at InfoWarsStore.com. We have a 67% off special on both uh, on Silver Bullet and 57% off of Super Male Vitality. We have 50% off both Brain Force Plus and Survival Shield x 3 Nascent Iodine. And there is free shipping store-wide at InfoWarsStore.com. We also have a uh, very deep discount on the Alexa Pure Pro Gravity Feed Water Filter, the large one, typically uh, $249.95. It's now $127, about 50% off. Uh, make sure that you are always proactive in filtering your water. Whether you are on a city water supply or whether you are on a uh, a well in a rural area, you can always have something that gets into the aquifer, uh, especially if you're on your own. You're not going to know if uh, you've got a uh, glyphosate that is now a rural area that's getting into the uh, underground water or if there's some underground storage tank because you've had some business or uh, – Uh, have their underground storage tanks leak dangerous chemicals. That's happened in rural areas many times across the country. Often they don't tell people in the area after they find out about it. They don't tell people for years. And then, of course, we've had the city water supplies. You've had situations like Flint, Michigan, where people were not aware of what was going on until they started seeing symptoms of lead poisoning in their children. So don't wait. Be proactive. Make sure that you've got clean water. Because you know the city water supply, they're actually deliberately dumping toxins, things like fluoride, into the water. And uh, we've talked about the health effects of fluoride many times. So uh, right now you can take advantage of that. You can get about 50% off on that large Gravity Feed Alexa Pure Pro water filter, just $127, about 50% off. And finally, we have a special just for the listeners of this show. You can save $10 on the new InfoWars Hexagon Polo. Stretching it, $10 off the new golf shirt with the InfoWars Hexagon logo on it. Just use the code REALNEWS at checkout to save $10 on that InfoWars Hexagon polo. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, the uh, plans for the Democrats moving forward. You know, the issues that are coming up. And this is going to be the big issue moving forward. Uh, CNN talked about this, uh, what it would mean as they were... In the run-up to the election on Tuesday, uh, here's Jake Tapper, Fake Jake, on CNN. Video clip three.
9: We're just two hours away from the first crucial polls closing tonight. Polls closing at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern that could give us an early and important indicator of where the night might be headed. We're in the thick of what is perhaps the most critical non-presidential election in modern times. It's clear many of the votes being cast today are being cast either for or against President Trump and his policies. And the future of the Trump presidency could hang in the balance. The Democratic House will definitely mean oversight and investigations of the Trump administration. And it could possibly even mean impeachment of President Trump. There are signs of enthusiasm around the country. I want to show you some video we just got into CNN of lines at the polling station at Arizona. Oh, yeah, a lot of enthusiasm for impeachment. And you can
2: imagine they're going to be enthusiastically pushing that at CNN. The future of the Trump presidency could hang in the balance, it says Fake Jake. A Democrat House will definitely mean oversight and investigation of the Trump administration. And it could possibly even mean impeachment of President Trump. No doubt. No doubt that's going to happen. We've already had that tipped uh, by people like Elijah Cummings, the ranking Democrat on the House Oversight Committee. He will now be ahead of that uh, committee. He's calling for a panel to issue subpoenas to the Trump administration on multiple investigations. They're going to tie them up on policy changes as well. So what we're going to see here moving forward is they are going to be another anchor to make sure that nothing changes. You know, we're told that the big issue, NBC was saying, oh, the big issue was health care. People don't want to lose their health care. It's only been eight years since we've, I'm sorry, five years, 2013, since we had Obamacare. And, of course, uh, that was the big issue, Uh, Obama pushing Obamacare in 2010. That was one of the big issues as to why he lost so resoundingly. And here we are after only five years of it. People can't imagine health care without Obamacare. They think that that is providing health care for them. We've got a lot of people in the Republican Party who understand that it hasn't made health care more affordable. It has made it more expensive. Why should we allow Uh, these people, uh, these corporations, to pick and choose and tell us what plans we're going to have. Uh, It is a disaster, but it has been preserved by Paul Ryan. Remember, Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney were the hedge position for the establishment. that wanted to have that push through in 2012. They uh, had uh, Obama, who was definitely going to push it through. And then, if he didn't make it, you were going to have Obamacare or Romney Care, which is the same thing, no different. He'd already done it Mitt Romney had with Ted Kennedy. And now we've got Romney in the Senate as Paul Ryan is leaving. He picked Paul Ryan to be his number two guy, and Paul Ryan has held the line, making sure we didn't get any real reform of Obamacare pushed through. It's another one of these issues, folks, when we look at it, just like these carbon tax Republicans who lost in many elections. These Republicans in name only pushing carbon taxes, pushing Obamacare, blocking President Trump from any meaningful reform, the House Freedom Caucus from any meaningful reform. This is a large reason why a lot of these people lost in these uh, essentially Democrat areas anyway. And so they're going to use uh, their House majority to launch a bunch of investigations. Just count on it. You know that that's going to happen. Adam Schiff um, bragging about how he is going to do that. As uh, you've got a story on Zero Hedge here, Uh, Charles Hugh Smith writes, uh, is this the most important election of our life, or is it just another distraction? What are we looking for out of government? He said, we look at health care, which we were told yesterday by NBC. That is the issue. Well, I'm not so sure about that. I don't believe something just because NBC says so. Uh, But it is an issue that the Republicans wouldn't do anything about it after we voted election after election after election to get them to stop it. And even when they had the House and the Senate, they blocked President Trump from really doing anything about it. Uh, So he asked, does either party have the will or the coherent grasp of what is broken in order to fix health care in America? No. The Democrat solution is to take the bloated, ineffective Medicare system that incentivizes blatant fraud and expand it with all the overbilling, the profiteering, and increase the sick care cartel's power, and profits via Medicare for all. He said this is like giving defense contractors the power to set Pentagon budget. Oh, wait, they already have that power. He said the Republican solution, on the other hand, is to call these quasi-monopolies and cartels markets. Uh, You know, so uh, we saw when President Trump ran, and he didn't even really push this when he's trying to push the health care reform, which, by the way, was unconstitutionally and illegally enacted. You even had a court decide that, but we don't pay any decision, uh, any attention to court decisions when they don't go the way of the establishment. You know, just like when they say, well, you can't fund Obamacare by stealing money from Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and they don't care when the Supreme Court says you can't have as a private company
3: censorship. The globalists know that if they suppress the good halogen and pump the environment full of the bad halogens, fluoride, chlorine, bromide, you name it, that It lowers IQ. It literally dumbs the population down. And on our quest to bring our listeners and viewers the best iodine in the world, we've gone through two permutations. First, seaweed-based iodine that was pretty good but hard to source. And the globals tried to block us getting a supply of it. So we discovered deep earth crystals of pure nascent iodine and brought you X2 that's been incredible You need to support independent media that's under attack. We're under attack by these globalists, as you know, and your support's been amazing. We make it easy to support us because we have great products. And we're announcing a mega blowout sale at Infowarsstore.com to fund us into the new year so we have a budget to continue on in the face of their attacks. Super male and super female vitality is incredibly high quality cold-pressed herbs known for strength, stamina, libido, energy. It's amazing. It is a whopping 57% off. Silver Bullet, colloidal silver, super high quality, the best out there. Never gone this low. 67% off to blow it all out. Brain Force Plus, Now available, 50% off. Survival Shield X3, the best iodine out there. Brand new product, 50% off and free shipping. And we're continuing free shipping store-wide on Alexa Pure Breeze water filters uh, and on all the other books and videos and material at the InfoWars store.
13: Nourish a probiotic-friendly environment in your gut with Prebiotic Fiber by InfoWars Life help the good bacteria thrive and support overall digestive health with our specially formulated prebiotic fiber, a mixture of clinically studied and organic acacia, fruit, and flax fiber. Prebiotic fiber is soluble fiber that ferments in the gut to help feed good bacteria, which helps you digest food, absorb nutrients, and even support your immune system. InfoWars Life's cutting-edge formula only brings you the highest quality organic and clinically studied ingredients. Cheap prebiotic fibers are used up only at the beginning of the colon, but our premium organic acacia fiber is slowly digested by the good bacteria throughout the entire colon for maximum prebiotic effect. Head to InfoWarsLife.com or call 1-888-253-3139.
6: So go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Super Male Vitality before it's gone. This is actually our last run of Super Male Vitality. So I want you to experience Super Male Vitality before it's too late. Unleash the Super Male in you. Super Male Vitality from InfoWarsStore.com.
0: The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com. Maui. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to The David Knight Show. Powers,
8: keep on lying.
1: Using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show.
2: Welcome back. Let's take a look at some of the issues that were on the ballot. Uh, but before we do, going back to health care, which NBC told us that was the number one issue on everybody's mind. Not the economy, not the border. Those are only about 20 percent, twice as many people were concerned about health care. Now, it may be that people are buying into this socialist idea of Medicare for all. And, of course, they don't want to talk about taxes. I think it's one of the reasons why uh, Gillum lost in Florida. Uh, He wanted everybody to vote for him. Uh, He had a lot of money uh, from outside, as did uh, Bill Nelson, a lot of money flowing into that. The Senate race between Nelson and Rick Scott was, again, the most expensive race in the country, both of them. Uh, getting in the mid-60 million uh, range on these two campaigns. I mean, it's like a presidential campaign, the amount of money that's there, because there's a lot of power in Washington. A lot of uh, that, that draws in the money. It draws in uh, people who are looking for favors. And that's really what we've got with the fascist health care system that we have here, where the government is going to tell you what you have to buy from which corporations. So if we're going to accept that, then of course we're going to accept shortly after that the fact that corporations can tell us, what we can say and what we can't say because they own the public square, right? And we don't really care about court decisions except when it goes the way that the establishment or the Democrats want it. Then we care. Then it's the law of the land. You can't say anything about Roe v. Wade. If you even think about changing Roe v. Wade, Oh, that's not going to be allowed. Why is that? We've had so many Supreme Court decisions that have been reversed. The Supreme Court reversed itself. On the Cherokee issue with Andrew Jackson, right? The same court within about a year. First, they said, "All right, you can remove them, you can take them from their home and ship them out to Oklahoma." Then they came back and said, eh, we don't like the way that's working. We're not going to let you do that." At which point, uh, Andrew Jackson said, and "Of course, he was wrong about what he was doing the Cherokee, but he was right about the Constitution and his, uh, his power under the Constitution." Uh, the division of power that they had. He said, well, they've made their decision. Let's see them enforce it. And again, the founders of this country, even Alexander Hamilton, the most statist of all the founding fathers, said it's going to be the least dangerous of all the branches, the judicial branch, because they don't have any power to enforce their decision. You know, the the Congress can withhold money and so forth and not fund something. Uh, The president has the energy of the executive, but the Supreme Court couldn't do anything. They could just issue opinions and the other two branches can decide what they want to do, and that's what uh, Andrew Jackson said. We had uh, the Dred Scott decision, saying, Oh, you've got to turn those slaves back to their slave owners. We had a s- decision in the early part of the 20th century where the Supreme Court said First Amendment doesn't apply to movies. That stood until the middle of the 20th century. Finally, they said, yeah, First Amendment applies to movies. Now Hollywood thinks that the only place that you should have freedom of speech or freedom of expression is if you want to take off your clothes and uh, do something uh, like that. In movies, yeah, don't tell me what I can do, right? No, it was really about political speech. It was about religious speech, and those are the things that they're now suppressing because they've said, well, you know, if corporations can tell us uh, and dictate to us what we're going to have in terms of health care along with the government. The two of them can work together. Well, the two of them can work together in a public-private partnership and a fascist partnership to control our free speech as well. Why not? And that's what they're doing. Even though we've had a Supreme Court decision where you had a Jehovah's Witness, I've talked about this many times, I will continue to talk about it, 1946, Marsh versus Alabama, you have a Jehovah's Witness passing out literature. It's a company-owned town. They own the public square. They said you can't pass this literature out. She fought it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, no, even if you own the public square, it's still the public square. And this corporation can't censor that. But now Jack Dorsey says, well, what do you see when you come to Twitter? Is it an app? What is it? No, it's the public square, and we're very proud of that. He has now said that at least eight times. But, of course, nobody wants to pay attention to that. We're going to say, well, let's try uh, let's try antitrust, since that's never really effectively worked. It didn't work against the oil companies. It didn't work against the phone companies, really. It's going to take a very long time to implement. It won't take very long to undo it. So let's do that. Well, you know, fine. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with coming after them in multiple different ways. But let's do something. That is going to be immediate because President Trump doesn't have the time to fight this. He's going to they're going to be fighting him for impeachment right away. He needs to have a free press, an independent press that can push back against the establishment press. And it will be a fatal error for him if he doesn't stand up for the First Amendment. He ought to stand up for the First Amendment because, quite frankly, our constitutional rights, our our human rights, our natural rights, our God-given rights are more important than even his political career. You know, we have permanent principles and permanent interests. And they transcend the uh, the interest of a political party or a politician. But it is going to be uh, his uh, existence that is on the line as well if he doesn't have a free press to back him up. And you can see that in what happened in the House races yesterday. They get outspent by 50%, and uh, there's no free press out there to talk about that. And there's no free press to push back. Against the way the media was spinning uh, the uh, shooting at the synagogue, using that for their advantage against President Trump, taking the wind out of the sails in terms of the immigration issues in terms of Kavanaugh, uh, taking the wind out of the sails, and then also the uh, the bomb hoax attacks, the bomb scares that were out there. Uh, and uh, there was no pushback against that. They had the mainstream media had a monopoly on the information out there. So yeah, they were hacking. Election in that sense, in the same sense that they were saying that the election was hacked by the information that was monopolized, supposedly in 2016 when it wasn't monopolized, but it is being monopolized now. Social media and mainstream media. So as you look at this, uh, again, Charles Hugh Smith on uh, Zero Hedge says, oh, "About uh, you know what? What are we looking at? You know, can, do we have a solution that's coming out from Republicans? Even do they even offer a solution? You know, the best and the only solution I've ever seen." from the Republicans, because we had Paul Ryan there who didn't want to have a market solution. We've got problems with health care, folks. They could be made better if we took off the trade restrictions. Remember when little Marco mocked President Trump uh, when they were both running for the office? said, lines, lines, you keep talking about these lines. I don't know what these lines mean. Well, you know what they meant. They were the lines, uh, the state lines, saying you can't. Uh, you can't offer, insurance company can't offer uh, policies across state lines. It's a regulatory, cumbersome thing to keep competition out. It's the exact opposite of what the Commerce Clause was intended for. The Commerce Clause was put in to make sure that we had a free trade zone within the borders of the U.S. And instead, they use it in health care to shut down free trade in health care services. And then they use the Commerce Clause to say, well, that lets us prohibit drugs. No, it doesn't. They had the Commerce Clause there before they had the 10th Amendment. They had the Commerce Clause there before they had the 18th Amendment to prohibit alcohol. So it doesn't give you the power to prohibit drugs uh, for the U.N. because it is a U.N. agenda. Uh, President Trump had a seven-point process. And if you remember what he had there, it's like allowing competition across state lines, giving people the economic power by letting us have uh, some of our tax money back before we send it into Washington. Letting us have health savings accounts and other issues, giving us information about how effective various healthcare care providers are, and uh, you know uh, uh, for various procedures, let us know is this a good uh, you know essentially a a, um, a yelp type of system, which you don't really get. The government collects those statistics, but they don't let the public see that. and so if we had informed consumers, if we had consumers who were empowered with their own money, not with other people's money, but with their own money before they sent it into Washington. And if we had competition, uh, that would be moving towards an open market solution. And then uh, give us information about drugs. And, of course, President Trump is doing that. He is telling these big pharmaceutical companies. You've got to tell people in these ask-your-doctor commercials that essentially fund the news. Billions of dollars that they're spending to fund cable news especially. Tell people how much that's really going to cost them. In many cases, thousands of dollars per month. That's real truth. That's real market information that helps you make those choices. But of course, you don't really have any incentive to save that money because it isn't your money. It's some third party and that's really the source of these problems. only get it worse if the government is a third party.
14: You deserve a deep, restful sleep with knockout by Infowar's Life. Our organic formula is made from high-quality natural ingredients such as valerian root extract, L-tryptophan, lemon balm leaf extract, and melatonin. Knockout packs a powerful punch to get you through the night and achieve proper sleep. Millions of people around the world experience daytime drowsiness, but with the rapid speed of life, we need to be able to keep up the pace. Our natural mixture harnesses the power of 10 known ingredients to let your body relax and get the sleep you need. Wake up refreshed and take on the day. InfoWars Life wants to bring you a sleep support formula that goes above and beyond other leading brands at an affordable price. Get the sleep you deserve and experience the power of knockout. Head on over to InfoWarsLife.com and say goodbye to fatigue. That's InfoWarsLife.com.
2: Legal drugs, uh, the ones that uh, make a lot of money for corporations that have bought influence in Washington. Of course, we also have an illegal drug problem, of course, right? Even though we've had 47 years of a U.N. war on drugs, they created the war on drugs. They did it 10 years before Richard Nixon declared it. And, of course, we don't have any solution for that either. Not coming out of Washington, that is. Certainly not coming out of Washington. They don't even, uh, they've made this far worse than it ever was. A good example of this is what's going on with El Chapo and the trial uh, that is there. Uh, We have, again, he is uh, the guy, El Chapo Guzman, who founded the Sinaloa Drug Cartel, founded it back in 1989. His co-defendant is still at large, and nothing has really happened to shut down the Sinaloa Drug Cartel. Uh, They're trying to put him in jail for the rest of his life Uh, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. They have locked down New York. The Brooklyn Bridge is shut. Uh, They've taken extraordinary measures for security. The courthouse is essentially a fortress uh, on Monday as they were doing it. The names of potential jurors have been hidden from the public. They've had a 1,000 summonses go out to residents of New York. They're not going to release that information. Uh, They're going to have to, of course, uh, escort them. Uh, with federal marshals who can probably have to keep their identities uh, secret as well. The judge ruled that only five news reporters, just a fraction of the swarm of people who would like to follow the trial, will be allowed in the courthouse, and on and on. All of this stuff being done, and yet you still have his partner, his 70-year-old partner, Ismael Zambada Garcia, a former poppy field worker known as El Mayo. So you have El Chapo and El Mayo. Uh, El Mayo is still at large. He's... Uh, consolidating the empire, the multi-billion dollar empire. And uh, they're have in cocaine trafficking, heroin trafficking, human trafficking. That's the issue, folks. Uh, You can't stop these guys. You just make them more powerful, just as we did with uh, Al Capone and these other individuals during the failed alcohol prohibition. But at least we had respect for the Constitution. When you go back and look at the Sinaloa cartel, Understand that we've had multiple times that HSBC has been convicted of money laundering. Now, they've gotten some fines, but for the amount of money that they make and the amount of money that they made on the money laundering for the Sinaloa cartel, they had their, their own money laundering window, the Sinaloa cartel did, at HSBC. They had their own special window that they would go to take the big loads of cash that they were dealing with. And even though they were embedded with these people, to that degree oh, and by the way, uh, the person who was on their board of directors before he became FBI director was James Comey. He was on the board of directors of HSBC, who had given their own special window for money laundering of cash to the Sinaloa drug cartel, along with other drug cartels, the zetas and so forth, the MS13. we've got all so many of these that have been created by our war on drugs. Uh, they say in this article. Uh, from uh, the establishment press, they've got the number of Mexican murders this last year, 29,000. No, it's much higher than that. I've seen other reports well into the 30s, and that's probably only about half of what uh, other people have estimated. But the establishment authorities at least put it in the 30,000s. In uh, 2016, they said an average of 174 Americans died every day from drug overdoses. Well, what is the biggest drug overdose issue that we have? Well, it's the opioids, right? So as we've got the DEA doing this high-profile show trial of El Chapo, and if they put him away, it isn't going to mean anything to the drug issue. Do you think that's really going to stop anything? They haven't even arrested his partner. They're still doing business. And then you've got all these other drug cartels that are out there killing politicians. I mean, just look at the number of politicians that got killed in Mexico when they decided that they were going to run for office. If the drug cartels didn't like them, they just kill them. That's the massive power and influence that they have the corruption of the banks, the corruption of officials like James Comey. I mean, you look at the fact that James Comey's sitting on the, the board of directors of this crooked bank. It's kind of like what we saw with Bob Mueller and his connections to Whitey Bulger and the mob and how he covered for him, how he sent innocent people to jail, how he and corrupt FBI officers uh, allowed uh, this guy who was supposed to be an informant, they informed on rival gangs for him. I mean, this is... We look at what the military is doing in terms of uh, Afghanistan and the poppy fields there and how under the Taliban it had dropped to less than 10% of the world supply. And now they're up in the mid to high 90s every year in terms of the world supply coming out of Afghanistan. And it's our military guarding the poppy fields for people. Remember when Geraldo Rivera showed it to you? You believe it if Geraldo tells you? You believe it if you see it with your own eyes? Do you believe that your military is involved in this? Let's take a look at this. In the midst of a crisis, says Free Thought Project, the FDA approves an opioid drug that is 10 times stronger than fentanyl, and it is funded by the Department of Defense. How is that for the war on drugs? Our worst problem right now opioids. And the worst of the opioids, fentanyl. And what do they come up with? They come up with something that's 10 times stronger and it is funded by the Department of Defense. Same people that are guarding the poppy fields in Afghanistan say, oh, I think we're going to be there for a while. And you've got a new opioid drug that is 1,000 times stronger than morphine, funded by them and approved by the FDA. Approved by the FDA. They cited uh, with a vote of 10 to 3 to approve this new drug against the recommendation of the chairman of the panel. And at 5 to, times, five to 10 times the strength of fentanyl, uh, this drug is 500 to 1,000 times stronger than morphine. There we go. Not going to be a problem, right? And yet you've got people who are freaking out over marijuana because most people are being locked up for mar- marijuana use. How did marijuana do at the polls yesterday? We had Michigan... North Dakota, Utah, Missouri, all voted on ballot initiatives to either legalize recreational marijuana or to legalize medical marijuana. Missouri and Utah both legalized medical marijuana. And so they join 31 other states. So that means we now have 33 states, 66% of the states, two-thirds of the states have legalized medical marijuana. Remember that according to the United Nations schedules, and it was the United Nations who came up with the schedules. It was United Nations who put the drugs in the various schedules. They said that marijuana is a class one drug, which means that it has no medical use. And yet we've had 66% of the states say that it is legal for medical use. How does that work? Even here in Texas, they've carved out an exemption, one exemption for medical marijuana, for people who have uncontrolled uh, epilepsy because they know that it's the only thing that really effectively treats it. But they make it virtually impossible to be able to use that medicine. And that's because the federal government doesn't obey the Constitution and doesn't respect your rights. But we've now had even Utah, even Utah, approve medical marijuana, doing it yesterday. Uh, And then the two votes about recreational marijuana was split. Michigan residents legalized recreational marijuana. North Dakota voters rejected it on the ballot yesterday. We also had another interesting ballot initiative. Uh, Oregon ballot initiative to end sanctuary state status failed 64 to 35 percent. The state of Oregon did not pass a ballot initiative that would have ended their decades-old status as a sanctuary state. Uh, Local law enforcement is forbidden from using public resources to try to locate illegal immigrants that are not suspected of committing a crime. Uh, If they are here foreigners trespassing criminally, it is a crime. If they are here and voting criminally, it is a crime. If they're here just to get on welfare or to get a free education and they're here illegally, I, that should be a crime, shouldn't it? But, of course, we can't deport these people, even if they've got MS-13 tattoos all over their body. If they're here illegally and they've got MS-13 tattoos, you've got to catch them red-handed in a crime. And that's why you have so many young Hispanics being murdered on Long Island, New York. Another referendum coming out of Oregon. They voted to force residents to fund abortions right up to birth, right up to birth, after Planned Parenthood spends millions in the election. By a two-to-one margin, Oregon voted to keep killing unborn children with taxpayer funds, reports LifeNews.com. This was after a massive rollout of money by Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. And associated groups, and virtually all of the money that was for continued state funding of abortions was coming from out of state. The money that was opposing the continued state funding of abortions in Oregon was from Oregonians. And the out of state money from Planned Parenthood and others was $3 million. Uh, The people who were opposing state funding of abortion was $178,000. And of course, Facebook would not allow you to see pictures of children who were born prematurely at 22 weeks and went on to live useful. It's really hard to have the
6: energy at the end of the day to still get to the gym or to go for a run or go to the park or heck even take your dog for a walk. Believe me I know I spend hours in front of a screen and then hours in front of bright lights every day but thanks to super male vitality at infowarstore.com So go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Super Male Vitality before it's gone. This is actually our last run of Super Male Vitality. So I want you to experience Super Male Vitality before it's too late. Unleash the Super Male in you with Super Male Vitality from InfoWarsStore.com.
3: You need to support independent media that's under attack. We're under attack by these globalists, as you know, and your support's been amazing. We make it easy to support us because we have great products. And we're announcing a mega blowout sale at Infowarsstore.com to fund us into the new year. So we have a budget to continue on in the face of their attacks. Super male and super female vitality. Is incredibly high quality cold pressed herbs, known for strength, stamina, libido, energy. It's amazing. It is a whopping 57% off. Silver Bullet, colloidal silver, super high quality. The best out there. Never gone this low. 67% off to blow it all out. Brain Force Plus. Now available, 50% off. Survival Shield X3, the best iodine out there. Brand new product, 50% off and free shipping. And we're continuing free shipping store-wide on Alexa Pure Breeze water filters uh, and on all the other books and videos and material at the info store.
1: You're listening to The David Knight Show.